you're listening to Irish Radio Canada at Home and Abroad. And recently, uh, the Heritage Cup was held here in Ottawa, and it was a hurling weekend. And I had teams in from Toronto, around the Kingston area, uh, Montreal, and Ottawa. And the Piercy from Toronto emerged as successful in the men's section. And the Piercy was set up by Dublin native Colm Sharkey, along with Kilkenny's Patrick Morrissey and Frank O'Hagan of Limerick. And they came to the city for work and decided to rejuvenate the ancient game in Toronto and start a hurling club in 2010. Uh, sorry, and Ger Power uh, of uh, Dublin and Castle Comer's Kilkenny native Dan O'Brien were some of the ones that were getting involved back then as well. Uh, I have uh, Brian Curran with me, and Brian is going to... He, Brian, are you the captain? Welcome, first of all. Are you the captain of the current... Yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> this year, yeah. Yeah, well, congratulations to you on a wonderful victory at uh, uh, Twin Elm. Uh, so, mm-hmm. a good weekend. Guys brought the guys back together, and it got people playing hurling. Yeah, um... Look, we, any opportunity to play a hurling where we jump on it. And like I was just telling you there, like, getting to go away for the weekends, you know, a bit of a purpose, like hurling, you know, getting to see a bit of Ottawa. And like, it's it's hard enough trying to get hurling out in Canada and then any opportunity to present itself or travel and do it. I think it was a, a five-hour drive. And I think we had a convoy of about five or six cars drive up with a full of lads willing to play. Just, you know, so, yeah, it was a great weekend. So is this the, I know it was, it was 2019, so there was a break in 2020. So mm-hmm. this is your first trophy on this particular cup? Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously we were up, came, the lads went up in 2019, and then COVID hit. Uh, we had the year of just not really doing anything, it was just tough. Uh, and then 2021 came around and any opportunity to play hurling, we jumped on it. So Ottawa, we know it's like, a, like we have our championship, and then we know at the last, the last hurling of the season is essentially the Ottawa weekend, so it's always spoken about. We say it's a great weekend, we get well looked after, and everyone's on board to go and play. What was interesting, Brian, and what was wonderful to watch is the calibre of hurling is actually relevant. I, I want to be careful what I use the word, but it's good. It's high. You know, it, it, yeah. they're, not, they're not messers out there. No, like, I don't know if you caught much of the Toronto Championship, but honestly, like, there's a there's a very, very high standard of hurling in Toronto from all the teams that play. And speaking of my own club, like we have lads from Six Mile Bridge, McClure, like senior, you know, caliber team. They're always in the, the talk of Clare Championships, uh, all Ireland. And then with all our lads, like we've a, a lot of players from Cork, like a lot, uh, make up probably most of our team. But like you have Cork, Clare, and then we got a whole influx this year, boys from Derry as well. And there's a few inter-county lads from there. And like the standard, like you would turn up the training session and like you'd think hurling in Toronto would be like you know junior level or whatever. Like I tell you, we're intermediate. Like would push to be a low senior club and, and back home. So the standard is very surprising. And everyone turns up a training, they put it in, and they take it serious, just like you would back home. So the commitment and skill is there. Yeah, absolutely. You must get an interesting reaction from Canadians, particularly <laughs> when someone sees you guys running with this uh, on the on yeah. the hurling. Uh, so we train in Riverdale Park East, and it's like one of the most most popular parks in Toronto. It has the Toronto skyline in the background. There's a big hill, so we train at the bottom. There's a running track, and there's enough for like six or seven pitches. But there's a big hill where people would just sit and watch the sunset come down. And we're always training, and you have an audience of like <laughs> sixty or seventy people watching you, and they all walk past and say, well, "What sports this?" And you're in the middle of doing a drill, you know, like 
two men, one man in the middle, one leader side. You'd get Canadians just walking through. It's like we're in the middle of training here, and then you always get asked the question. Like I've been in Toronto now uh, eight years, and every training session it always gets asked by someone, "What sports that you're playing?" Is it you say hurling? And you break it down to them. My general response now is just to YouTube it because trying to describe it for what it is is <laughs> kind of difficult. But when they watch it on YouTube, they understand. Yeah, we get asked it a lot, definitely. And in Ottawa, it's great seeing like I think there's a lot of Canadians playing. Even on our team, we have one Canadian this year playing for us. Or sorry, two. And like one lad rattled Snooky. He he rattled the back of the net twice. And he's Canadian born and bred. Like so it's great to see. And we had another Canadian lad uh, play as well. And, then we, we get on and clubs back home, you know. <laughs> and of course, the big question always is: you've no pad, you've no padding, you've no protective gear. Other <sighs> helmet, that, and the helmet only came in what less than ten years ago, I'd say. You know, yeah. Um, yeah and I don't know when you talk to Canadians, they love their hockey, and then they see hurling, they're like, "These are crazy wearing what he's wearing." I was like, "Well, it's just <laughs> the helmet only came legal recently." <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Um, other than the Heritage Cup, what other competitions did you have earlier in the year, and how did you do? Um, let's see. Well, we just had the Toronto Championship this year. I think because COVID kind of limited us and the travel and so. But then inside Toronto, before our actual championship this year, it was a three three team round robin. We played um, the first game was against Clan. Winner of that went straight to the final. Loser got to play the new team Kula, who've come onto the scene, and they've uh-huh. got great numbers as well. So it's actually there's more teams now getting involved in a bigger interest in hurling. So it's growing in the city. Which instead of us playing clan, you know, every year four teams a year, and then going to the championship, there's now three teams involved. Um, so what we were able to do was we put in, I think it was a seven aside or nine aside tournament, and it was like Toronto GAA facilitated. I think it was three blitzes before the championship started, so everyone was getting hurling, and it was an all day Sunday, and I think it was like three or four matches. Standard was really good. We were able to put in two teams, so there was like four teams at one point. And just that, that like usually outside of that, we get away to Montreal. We'd go up there before for like a pre-season tournament again. But other than that, this year it was just the Blitzes and then Toronto Championship and then Ottawa. And hopefully look forward to the North Americans next year. Fingers right. crossed, right. all being well. Right. So uh, again, you as we mentioned, there was the Heritage Cup and everything else was in hiatus in 2020. Mm-hmm. So um, training is back serious. So you're yes, you you will yeah. win the Heritage Cup again next year. Yeah, like it's always in the calendar. It's always like yeah. sort of like this, in our AGM or like our committee meetings is always there, right? This is the layer of the year. Heard in Toronto, Montreal, and then Heritage Cup will go up there. Because um, like honestly, it's great for us going up and seeing Hurling develop between Oroge and whatever other teams come in and then getting chatting. But like, we're all familiar faces now with each other and we're all very friendly with each other. So getting to talk to the Canadian lads or the lads who have like Irish family background and like just seeing how they're getting on, how they're progressing. And the numbers they have, like, it's, they get big turners, which is great to see. And us going up, just any excuse to get up, socialise, hurl, and then socialise after, off the pitch as well. <laughs> So, Brian, I want to say congratulations again. If anybody wants to find out, out more about Napiercy, where should they go? Uh, I think we're on all social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, basically, you drop us a message on Facebook or Instagram, and there's, I think, three or four people that monitor the accounts. So, they'll get a response right away or by the end of the day, usually. And um, that, when, when, when you are training and when the season is in full swing, what kind of arrangements do you guys have? So usually what we'll do is not like 
regimentally it's a Wednesday 7, 7 p.m. Riverdale Park East and that's where you'll find us training and then yeah that's that's every usually that's that's our go-to Riverdale Park East 7 p.m. on a Wednesday and then closer to the championship we'll probably go twice a week but yeah always on a Wednesday 7 o'clock during you know May, June, July definitely you'll see us there and there's like skilled, we're, we're not hard to miss because there's that many of us and like, it's we take over basically the whole park essentially <laughs> and and you're the only ones that are hitting the slitter and running after <laughs> so we stand out so we do yeah indeed Brian been a real pleasure and again congratulations and thanks for taking the time thanks Austin I appreciate it all the best